0: Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com.
1: This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Ujia-Dean. Today is Tuesday, May 16th. Coming up, at an affordable housing apartment complex near Kauffman and Arrowhead Stadiums, tenants have lived in uninhabitable conditions for years.
0: A year into me being here, my shower in my back bedroom had mold in it real bad to where I couldn't use the shower at all. We'll hear how former tenants are taking action.
1: Plus, real estate company Vinebrook Homes is snapping up single-family rental homes around the Midwest at a rapid pace. Now the Ohio-based company is moving into the Kansas City metro. A Midwest newsroom investigation found a pattern of where Vinebrook buys. When you're targeting black and brown neighborhoods, we already have this incredible wealth gap in our country. The very people that really need the opportunity to start to build wealth are being blocked out. But first, some headlines. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has vetoed funding to help restore the Quindaro ruins in Kansas City, Kansas. KCUR's Chris Fortune reports the move comes after the Democratic lawmaker pushing for the money helped Republicans pass a ban on transgender athletes playing on sports teams that match their gender.
2: Before running for office, Kansas City Democrat Marvin Robinson worked with state agencies to preserve the Quindaro Ruins and Cemetery, a stop on the Underground Railroad that also contains the remains of unidentified African Americans who fought in the Civil War. But last month, Robinson joined Republicans to give them the vote they needed to override the Democratic governor's veto and ban transgender girls and women from participating in girls' and women's sports at public schools and colleges. Kelly's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment, but the veto messaging said the Quindaro Ruins funding was introduced too late in the legislative session and did not allow for proper vetting to make sure the tax dollars would serve the community.
1: Last week, the Kansas City Council voted to declare the city a safe haven for the transgender community. But KCUR's Brian Ellison reports the legal impact is unclear, and so is the pushback from Jefferson City that might
2: follow. The resolution directs city staff and agencies not to enforce or implement actions by the Missouri General Assembly or the state attorney general limiting gender-affirming care or sports participation for transgender people. Supporters and advocates celebrated the symbolic impact, but it may be primarily that. It's county prosecutors who enforce state laws. Health care providers would not be free to violate state law even if the city says it's okay. And with the city's police under a state-controlled board, the council can't direct local law enforcement either. Some also fear state retaliation for the city's action. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey said on Twitter that he would, quote, never stand down in the fight to protect children from the capricious whims of the woke left.
1: Missouri passed $1 billion in marijuana sales earlier this month. The Missouri Cannabis Trade Association says keeping up with demand has been tricky. Spokesman Jack Cardetti says many cultivators increased the amount of cannabis they were growing after voters passed recreational marijuana last November.
2: They weren't growing at their total capacity yet because there was a fairly significant oversupply uh, last calendar year in the medical market. So a lot of that supply, because it is a crop, it takes three to four months to come uh, from a seed to market. A lot of that will be coming online over the next month or two.
1: Missouri has roughly 200 dispensaries, with more on the way. The state will start accepting license applications in late July, with a focus on attracting underrepresented individuals to the rapidly growing industry. We'll be back after this.
2: Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply.
1: Tenants at a low-income apartment complex in southeast Kansas City have lived in uninhabitable conditions for years. Now they're taking action. KCUR's Salisa Kolakal takes us
0: there.
3: When Joanna Watson first moved into her apartment at Stonegate Meadows in 2009, she was hopeful. At first when I moved here, it was beautiful. The pool stayed open, everybody got along. But soon after Watson moved into the one-bedroom apartment, the beauty deteriorated. A year into me being
0: here, my shower in my back bedroom had mold in it real bad to where I couldn't use the shower at all. Uh, Sometimes under the sink it would flood because the pipes were so old they would drip and drip and drip until one day they
3: bust. The apartments at Stonegate Meadows are clustered along East 42nd Street, just two miles from where the Chiefs and the Royals play. They are home to mostly low-income tenants and renters on Section 8 federal housing vouchers. Stonegate Meadows advertises itself as, quote, quiet living inside the hustle and bustle of Kansas City. But for many current and former tenants, Stonegate Meadows was a nightmare. Pests to start off with, roaches to start off with. uh. That's Roosevelt Price, with some input from his baby daughter. He lived at Stonegate Meadows with his partner, Michelle Williams, and their three kids from 2016 to this year. Then we started noticing a small leak in our... Downstairs basement, Uh, each floor had collapsed in at least once before we moved out of that unit. The family has a Section 8 voucher, and Stonegate is one of only a handful of places in Kansas City that accept Section 8. With more than 350 units, it's also one of the largest providers of affordable housing in Kansas City. Faced with limited options, Stonegate Meadows became the best option for people like Williams and Price. But the family soon found themselves living in uninhabitable conditions. Williams and Price filed several complaints to Healthy Homes, a Kansas City program that lets renters raise the alarm about unsafe housing conditions. The health department then conducts inspections. If they find problems, the landlord is responsible for fixing them. If they don't, and serious violations continue, the city can suspend or revoke the rental license. Stonegate has received more than 200 Healthy Homes complaints since 2021. They mention mold, pests, water leaks, and no heat. In April, the couple and other former residents filed a class-action lawsuit against Stonegate. It alleges that Stonegate's neglect forced tenants to live in squalor. John Bonacorsi is an attorney with the Heartland Center for Jobs and Freedom, a local legal nonprofit. He's representing the tenants in court.
2: It could be such a vibrant um, and important community, but because they have failed to invest in the property, despite all the rent that they're getting, despite all the taxpayer dollars, um, we're in the situation that we are now.
3: The lawsuit says the problems have been so bad that the city revoked Stonegate's rental license twice. Both times, the landlord got it back, but the problems continued. At one point, deteriorating conditions caused Williams and Price's daughter to contract a respiratory virus. Then they lost their jobs after missing work to stay with her in the hospital. Hey, what all do we have to do in order to you know, be able to live in a good environment for our kids? Um, you do the proper things by paying your rent, uh, reporting you know, any problems that you need fixed, and it just doesn't get solved. Williams and Price moved out in February. They live in a new home in Raytown. We love it. Our kids love
0: it. Like, our kids, they sleep so much better here.
3: The class action lawsuit is ongoing, and Price says the family is still playing catch-up after their experiences at Stonegate. Things aren't necessarily easier, he says, but the family is feeling more comfortable now. For KCUR 89.3, I'm Salisa Kolakal. You can find a guide to getting information and complaint histories
1: of your rental property at KCUR.org. A company called Vinebrook Homes has bought about 27,000 single-family homes in the Midwest and South since late 2018. These houses are, or soon become, rentals. Now, Vinebrook is moving into the Kansas City metro. The Midwest Newsroom's Kayvon Mansouri reports, Vinebrook has a poor record with tenants and has even been sued by one city.
2: Carolyn Burton remembers the first time she visited her two-bedroom rental home in North St. Louis County in 2020.
0: It was beautiful. I mean, you know, it's... The basement was freshly painted with a fresh coat of grape, you know, concrete paint. Um, it's, it's like it was so nice to you think, oh, man, this is, a, you know, a nice house. This is really together.
2: But problems with the house began almost immediately after she and her former partner moved in.
0: The rain or if you go to take a shower, anything like that, the water would stand uh, either to go in the toilet and then back up out the toilet on the floor and then to turn around and back back up in the tub. And I had never, you know, I had never seen it do like that. It was totally weird.
2: Pipes leaked into the home's basement, coating everything with raw sewage. Conditions continued to worsen. Electrical outlets would hiss and smoke. Vents expelled hot air in the summer and cold air in the winter. Burton says she notified landlord Vinebrook Homes for months with no answers or fixes. And when workers finally did come, they couldn't fix the problems or were sent for unrequested repairs. The company later evicted Burton after she fell behind on rent. She says her monthly rental payment rose with a variety of fees tacked on by Vinebrook.
0: I felt totally helpless, just totally drained, just totally scared.
2: Ohio-based Vinebrook Homes is bankrolled by individual investors. The company owns more than 27,000 properties across the country, including in St. Louis, Kansas City, and Omaha. Nearly 4,000 Vinebrook single-family homes can be found just within those three cities. Current and former Vinebrook tenants in the St. Louis area tell similar stories to Burdens. Indeed, court filings and Better Business Bureau complaints paint a picture of aggressive rent collections, slow maintenance on properties, and threats of eviction. Vinebrook declined an interview request, but in a statement to the Midwest Newsroom said it strives to provide single-family homes to meet growing demand from renters, adding its homes are safe and affordable and help, quote, breathe new life into properties and neighborhoods. Elsewhere, accusations from tenants landed Vinebrook in court. In early 2023, the city of Cincinnati sued Vinebrook, accusing the company of violating the Ohio Landlord-Tenant Act and the city's municipal codes.
1: We've got runners paying too much, subject to eviction, in, a, in what I would call substandard property. And then what they've done is taken a, a house
0: off the market for a new homeowner.
2: That's Laura Brunner, the CEO of the Port of Greater Cincinnati's Development Authority. She says Vinebrook tenants in Cincinnati complain of the same rent, eviction, and maintenance issues that St. Louis tenants are dealing with. She says an even more frustrating part of Weinberg's business is its trend of buying homes in low-income, non-white neighborhoods.
1: When you're targeting black and brown neighborhoods, we already have this incredible wealth gap in our country. Um, the very people that really need the opportunity to start to build
0: wealth are being blocked out.
2: The vast majority of properties owned by Vinebrook Homes in St. Louis are in North County neighborhoods. The census tracts there are predominantly non-white and have a median household income of about $60,000 or less. Unlike in Cincinnati, Vinebrook has yet to run afoul of area leaders. A spokesperson for St. Louis County said in an email that complaints about Vinebrook were basic or run-of-the-mill in nature and are handled according to its usual practices. However, groups like Legal Services of Eastern Missouri that provide free legal help to low-income tenants facing evictions and rent issues say they've received several complaints from Vinebrook tenants. A bigger problem, the group notes, is that Vinebrook is one of several out-of-state groups running similar businesses in the region. Former Vinebrook tenant Carolyn Burton countersued the company after her eviction, but lost. She says she feels like the legal system protected Vinebrook Homes from accountability.
0: They broke the lease with me, too. They said they promised me a clean, safe, sanitized place. I did not have that.
2: Burton is just one of many Vinebrook tenants the company has taken to court. Since 2019, when Vinebrook arrived in St. Louis, the company has filed more than 800 legal actions against its tenants in Missouri. For the Midwest Newsroom, I'm Kayvon Mansouri
1: Daniel Wheaton provided data analysis for this story. The Midwest Newsroom is an in-depth and investigative journalism collaboration, including KCUR, St. Louis Public Radio, Iowa Public Radio, Nebraska Public Media, and NPR. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nugiadi. This podcast is produced by Paris Norvell and KCUR Studios. It's edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Salisa's story about Stonegate and Kayvon's story about Vinebrook, visit KCUR.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. Tomorrow, we'll take a look back on what lawmakers in Missouri accomplished this year. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. listen to Kansas City today every day because we're your local reliable news source. You take us seriously but now it's time to have some fun. Join us at our annual benefit radioactive on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org radioactive.